0: Welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History,
1: produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and
2: the
3: Brattleboro Area Middle School. In 1923, a new column appeared in the local Brattleboro Daily Reformer. It was called Pendrift and authored by a writer who went by the initials TF. The goal of the column was to lightly comment on local events. The Pendrifter was a witty writer and amused his audience with accounts of local history and current events. Here's the opening of one
0: of his columns. The fact is little known that Charles Dickens wrote the last novel of his life in Broderborough, Vermont. Yes, it is a fact, if you believe in spirits. The column went on to explain how a printer named T.P. James announced that he had been visited by the ghostly spirit of Charles Dickens. According to James, the ghost of Dickens chose James to finish the novel Dickens had been working on when he died.
1: In October 1873, T.P. James published the completed book, and it sold well. Many critics and readers actually seem to believe that the ghost of Charles Dickens worked through James in order to complete his last novel.
2: The author of the Pendrift Column was Charles Crane. Crane moved here with his family in 1921. He had owned a newspaper in Middlebury, Vermont, and moved to Brattleboro to work at the Vermont Printing Company, owned by his brother. Charles was in his 30s and quickly became an editor of the Brattleboro Daily Reformer. Previously, Charles had been a successful features writer for the Associated Press and
3: worked in Portland, Maine, New York City, and London, England. With the birth of his first child,
0: he chose to move back to New England and bought the Middlebury paper. In 1922, Charles was commissioned to produce a series of booklets called With Interest. The little booklets were put out every few months and were chock full of information and photos about Brattleboro and its surrounding towns. The topics were diverse and included subjects like schools, railroads, and local trees. The booklets were sponsored by Vermont National Bank and were published from
1: July 1922 to April 1932. The Pendrift column appeared in The Reformer a year after the first publication of the With Interest booklets. Charles Crane was a prolific writer. He would write up to three Pendrift columns a week for The Reformer, continued to compile the With Interest booklets, and edit the daily newspaper as well. One of those three tasks would be a full-time job for many people. In
2: 1931, the local Stephen Day Press published a book by Charles Crane called Pendrift. It contained 38 Pendrift columns covering personalities like Royal Tyler, Calvin Coolidge, Sinclair Lewis, Dorothy Canfield Fisher, James Fisk, and Rudyard Kipling. The book also touched on local topics like skiing, weather hats, housing, and tramping in the woods. In
3: 1932, Charles left Vermont Printing and moved to Montpelier to become director of publicity for National Life Insurance. He continued to share stories of life in Vermont and produced three more books on the topic.
0: They were titled Made in Vermont, Let Me Show You Vermont, and Winter in Vermont. When Charles Crane began writing the Pendrift columns, he signed them with the initials TF. The letters were shorthand for the newspaper phrase, Till Forbidden. In advertising, those letters placed at the bottom of a newspaper advertisement meant that the ad would run until the advertiser ordered the paper to stop publishing the ad. Crane wrote the Pendrift columns for his own amusement and continued writing them with the idea that sometime in the future, somebody would think he'd written enough and he would be forbidden to write anymore. Until that time, he would have fun writing humorous columns for the local paper and signing his name, TF. One
1: of our favorite columns was entitled Big Snow, but not Big Snow enough. Pundraff wrote about the blizzard of 1888 and used the weather catastrophe to explain how young people will believe many things taught to them by their elders, but they won't buy the idea that life was harder in the past than it is now. A truism that continues to this day.
2: Crane and his family moved to Montpelier, but Brattleboro must have left a special place in his heart, for when he passed away at the age of 76, he was buried in Brattleboro. In the meeting house, Hill Cemetery the researchers at our local history society are indebted to Charles Crane for the amazing written work he left us during his short 10
0: years in Brattleboro.
2: Crane loved his time
3: in Vermont. He knew this place had the potential to change a person. His words are perhaps even more significant today than they were years ago. If one but screw up his courage to the sticking point, shake off the smug laziness off the couch, the reading lamp or the car, and take a three or four day hike on the skyline, will find many surprises in store. His greatest discovery will not be the grand panorama that he will get from hiking the summits, but the better perspective he gets of himself.
1: We'd like to thank Historical Society board member Lee Ha for helping with this week's research. Our local history story was recorded by
2: Lexi, Reagan, Evelina, Charlie, Ariano.